Yeah. Weezy, I Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. And welcome this week's special guest, Jay. I mean... <laughs> oh, you ain't even fucking right. You know, that's, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> that, might be the, that might be the greatest intro of all time, though. I mean, I mean... I've been working on it all day. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> so glad you could join us. Yay! I love it. I love it, man. I'm telling you, we got. Uh, I, I mean, what do we have? I mean, what is this team? Oh, I. Apparently, well, apparently, they're there, a playoff contender. Um, still, there's still there's still a pathway. Stop. Who who is saying? Where are you getting these facts from? Well, it's not fact, but it's it's sentiment. You know, I wanted to be on the podcast last week because Jake was on the podcast last week and um, he got a win, which like I was going to bring some positivity. Right. And now now we're back to where we were before. Uh, like Kenny said, exactly like Kenny said last week, they are who we thought they were. Let them off the hook. So. Guys. So, yeah, I mean, this team, this team showed up and. Uh, played more mediocre football. Uh, they were they were quote unquote in the game until until the fourth quarter, which you know seems to be their mo. And it, you know they they the scoreboard never tells the full story. And we're here again, and it's it's like a it's like a broken record at this point. Uh, you know, the, the one I, I, so I guess we could start with, we'll start with the coaching staff, right? So some of the good things that we can take away are that Sirianni is clearly starting to uh, see the, the light, so to speak, when it comes to just evening out the offense and, you know, knowing that, okay, well, maybe we should run the ball a little bit. And now he is running the ball a little bit. I mean, you could argue. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You could argue that he's running it these last two weeks more. <laughs> I think he is. I think he is running it more. Um, but you know why? Crickets. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, there's no <laughs> like. Does he have it figured out? I I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know if. You know, I I was saying a couple of weeks ago, it's not coaching for his job, but it kind of feels like he needed to figure out what the hell is going on to try to bring that back to like a more neutral, um, you know, split per se. But listen, you got to give him credit that he's he's adjusting, and this is what we talked about from week one of the podcast. Even after the Falcons win, and we said they were Super Bowl contenders and they were going to win, and everyone's going to make the Pro Bowl. We we're seeing growth, man. That's all I can ask out of the head coach. Um, honestly, not getting growth on the defensive side of the coach. So at least we're getting head coach growth. Jay, what are your thoughts on Sirianni after nine weeks? So we're in this tough spot where we got to look at Sirianni and Hertz in the same bad offense and figure out which one of them sucks more. You guys have talked about that a little bit. <clears throat> it's a hard thing to figure out. Um, 
me, it was until this Sunday. I have seen the light, I think, on Hertz. I I think his his throws are looping and not uh, as – he doesn't have the velocity velocity that you need to see on, a, on an NFL QB. That's how I feel about it. Um, so when I flip back to Sirianni with with that light on it, um, you know, I think I think he has improved. I think you're seeing him show signs that he can run an offense that is worthy of being an NFL offense. They look like they belonged on the field to some extent with the Chargers, which, you know, that's a winning football team, right? Um, yeah, in my def- but let me cut you off there, though. They, sure. they are trending the wrong way. The Chargers. In what way, though? They look like an unstoppable fourth through four in the last four, you know, three games or so. They look like they maybe aren't a playoff team. I'm not saying that, but they're they're not trending the way that you know, like Kansas City looked last year or whatever, or Tampa Bay. They they they're going the opposite way. Yeah, so you can't squeak out a win against the Eagles and then say they're trending the right way. I'm sorry, you just can't. So I would argue that I think that Staley, you have a defensive coordinator as head coach, which is not what you're typically going to get. I mean, that's not an, not really the NFL trend at the moment. Um, I think that you are. Uh, I think you're seeing that on the offensive side of the ball for the Chargers. I don't necessarily believe in their offense. They have weapons. They have a quarterback. And you're seeing a lot of short throws to receivers that, you know, should be able to go downfield and make things happen. Um, so I, I don't necessarily believe in the Chargers in a really big way, but but I'm also believe that your record is what what it says it is. And right now they're a winning football team and the Eagles look like they were on the right field. One of the things that is a little concerning to me is uh, almost is almost that Sirianni is listening too much. And I he I I really don't think he gives a fuck what we have to say, and I don't think he listens to you know the radio. I don't think he goes on Twitter. He almost can't because it's a fucking impossible. Um, but you know, as far as as far as the pass to run ratio, I mean, after the Tampa Bay game, they were sixty seven percent pass, thirty three percent run. After that, they've been above seventy percent run every every game. 70, 75% Las Vegas, 75% Detroit, 77% against the Chargers. So can you win long term doing that though? No, no, exactly. The games the games where they I where they feel the best are when they're or when they're even. I, and the tr- it sucks because it sucks because the games that they the games that they've won so far, besides the Carolina game, are, are were against shitty teams. Let's be let's be real. I mean, the, the Falcons aren't good, and the, and the Lions aren't good. So it's really hard for us to even get a, a baseline for what like for what the success even is from this team. You're sure the Lions aren't good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I so I guess for me, you're right. I mean, you we've been we've been trying for weeks to figure out like what is who's who who's who's worse, who's better? Is it Sirianni's fault? Is it Hertz's fault? Like you said, Jay, uh, from everything that I've seen from Hertz, 
he he's not driving his passes and his deep his deep accuracy is is off the charts bad and uh, there's not there's not much else to be said about it it's just um it's very clear that Hertz is not going to be Hertz is not going to be the guy that um you know wins you games and Hertz is not going to be um you know Hertz hurt he's just not going to do it it's not going to be him it's not going to be He's not the guy. He's not the franchise guy. And now, listen, he could be a franchise quarterback in that he's serviceable and he can he can you know, he'll 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 play the game. He's not, but he's not going to be a game changing quarterback. Uh yeah, I tend to agree with you there. Um, you know, I I was watching I was watching the replay for certain reasons uh, today on on YouTube. Yeah. Um. And I was struck by, there was a point, I don't even know who announced the game. I wasn't listening that hard, obviously. Um, But there was a point at which they described an out route. I think it was like a 15-yard out. Maybe it was a 20-yard out. It It was decently down the field, so I guess there's some room here. But they described a 15 to 20-yard out route to Devontae Smith as a rainbow with good accuracy. I heard that. I'm, I heard I'm that. not. I'm not sure that you want your starting NFL quarterback to throw rainbow outs. That can't be an adjective to describe a fucking pass in the NFL. It can't be. <laughs> not unless it's a 45 yard like fucking you know Hail corner Mary. route. Yeah. You know, like you you don't throw rainbows as outs. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting there in the booth and being like, Hertz is really good at quarterback. He's got the greatest rainbow ball I've ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> what, Jonathan Vilma again? Oh, God. I mean. Oh, it so, was uh, Ian Eagle. Uh, and I can't remember yeah. his cohort. I kind of like him, though. When he's going to problem. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I what I left that stadium, which is not how I went into that stadium. My, I mean, my Twitter pick is uh, Jalen Hurts. What I left that stadium thinking was uh, this is like a rich man's Taysom Hill at quarterback for the Eagles right now. And I would love to keep him on the roster for like shits and gigs, but he's not your franchise quarterback moving forward. Wasn't that wasn't that technically the plan? Wasn't that what Howie could try to sell us when they yeah, well, him? he had a soft ass little bitch in front of him, so Carson Wentz had a meltdown. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's, That's not- now nine straight weeks I've said his name. So thank you. Don't don't drag don't drag us into that because that we could we could waste this whole podcast arguing about Carson Wentz. <laughs> did you know? Did you know that Carson Wentz is a loser? <laughs> I have heard in some circles that uh Carson Wentz just can't win like so the reason why the Colts lose is just because Carson Wentz is just played he's just a loser. Straight up. <laughs> That might be an oversimplification, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe slightly. Paraphrase. Right, so I had, I had technical difficulty there for like seven minutes, so I missed all of it. <laughs> well, Kenny, you, it sounds kind of like what what happened to you on Sunday at the game. I don't really know if you <laughs> caught most of it then either. <laughs> I, I might remember Dustin Hopkins kick. That's, that's so, about it. So for so for those uh, who have no fucking clue what I'm saying, 
uh, Kenny and Jay were actually at the game on on Sunday, at least physically. Um, yeah. uh, Kenny, I don't know how much Kenny even remembers of the game. Kenny, how much do you remember? I remember Dustin Hopkins field goal to end the game because I won like three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Other than that, so well, that's at the end of the game. So you remember the whole thing? Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I, I got a little tossed up. I'm not proud of the situation. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were talking about Jalen Hurts a little bit there because we've kind of moved on from Sirianni. Like, I don't think, I don't think that all the problems lie with this team with Sirianni, and I think that no. I think that you guys can agree there. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, he looked. There was that stretch. What was that? Like week two through five, maybe. I don't. I don't remember at all. Just like the game, but uh, if. if if I was judging him off of those weeks, that would be like Sirianni's an issue. Remember, I was ready to, I wanted to fire him. Now I'm coming, I'm, I'm turning my boat around and I'm seeing a possibility there. There's hope, but her, again, you, you just, you said something that was going to tick me off for the rest of my life. Or Jalen hurts throws a good rainbow ball. What the fuck does that even mean? Get, I'm sorry. I'm going to harp on it. Get right. it out of here. So he's so listen, not, let's let's talk about let's talk about Hertz a little bit because Jay brought it up and he brought up the fact that his ball just doesn't have it doesn't have velocity. And then he brought up the fact that like literally the fucking guys in the in the booth are saying he's throwing rainbow outs, which come on, like that's first of all, the out is one of the hardest throws to to make. And you can't especially if you're gonna throw it as a rainbow. But so I have a stat here. What do you guys think? And I'll go to I'll go to Jay first. Jay, what do you think uh, Jalen Hurts's uh, completion percentage is on passes twenty and over? Uh, well, that includes anything down, it, like down down the field. So that's a, that'll take a hit. Uh, I'll go twenty three percent. Kenny, what do you think? Thirteen point eight. <laughs> it's not it's not that low. Uh he's at 30 38.5%. 38.5% completion, which is good for 35th in the league. Which oh. I mean, I'm So I mean, he's I'm got kind of three stupid. backups that or two backups that are in front of him? Yes. Cheers. And and that's and that that sums it up right there. I mean, you if you can't throw the ball, if you can't be accurate beyond 20 yards in the NFL, you 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 might Done. as well you're going to have a real short career. That's uh, that's uh, you be Taysom Hill. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Taysom it, Hill's actually ahead of him. It's it's. Oh no! <laughs> it's predictable football, though, right? Like, <laughs> if you're a defensive coordinator, you can you can scheme that. You're like, oh, well, thirty percent. I mean, just look at like what school and grades are. Thirty percent. That's an F, buddy. You fail. So. It's 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 predictable offense. It's the same shit. He's going, dropping back, dude. That <laughs> that play on the like third and goal where he backpedaled like eighteen times and just threw the worst ball I've seen to Smith for for a touchdown. You can't have that throw. You have to score there. You have to. I agree, and and his his stats against the blitz are even worse. I mean, uh, his stats not not worse than thirty eight percent. I mean, obviously because there's a lot of blitzing, but um, you know, if you want to shut down Hertz, it's clearly blitzing because as soon as you put any pressure on Hertz, he's he gets into that crazy you know frenzied running around in the blender 
look and and he just chucks it. That's because he can't. He's only reading two reads. It's it's not. We're not even getting maybe to the second read. It's like one read guaranteed. Second read fifty percent of the time, and then it's immediately run and run for my life. And I'm not saying he can't do that. I mean, it's it's clear he can, right? Sixty-two yards, ten rushes. That's a good stat line for your quarterback. But I want my quarterback to complete more than eleven passes for 162 yards. 116 of that went to Smith. I, and I can't, I can't, I can't, Jay. I don't know where you stand on this, but I can't stand the the people who who argue, I guess, for lack of better terms, that well, I don't need my quarterback to do. I don't really, I don't need my quarterback to do more than that. Like if he's gonna throw, you know, if he throws 17 passes and and gets 160 yards and a touchdown and we win the game, I'm good with that every week. I can't ever get it behind that statement. Yeah, that's because. Um once Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl, and people think they can replicate that, which is insane. Right? <laughs> that? How many? That's like that? that's like spending a lot of time or a lot of money on your backup quarterback. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's there's that's twenty one years that's ago. That's happened three times. Right? There's yeah. You're trying to establish if you're not shooting for dynasty, right? Then, you know, it's the old you shoot for the moon, you land amongst the stars. If you're not shooting for dynasty, then I don't know what you're doing. You don't shoot yeah. for like a quarterback that's okay. And that's why, and oh, this is gonna, I don't see, I don't see Howie on this thing, but like that's why Howie becomes the question because Howie has the right philosophy on that. He's gonna find a top five quarterback if it takes him 15 years and a million first round picks. So like, I don't know. I'm sure how, how you argue with that, but I mean, you argue with it because he's not on the team right now. He he's soft Agreed. and weak. As you said, many times, very aggressively. Wait, what are you talking about? Are you talking about Wentz? No, no. He's saying no. his, his Jay is saying that his argument is that how we, it, the, like one of the things that Howie has in his mind that is correct is that he needs to find the franchise quarterback in order for this oh. team to be successful in the long run. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. My and bad. he's willing, and he's ready and willing to use as many picks as possible to find that guy. Yeah, the problem is, is it's just they're not there. He doesn't hit, which is why he needs a Joe Douglas, which is what we've talked about. His most successful years drafting is having Joe Douglas there, and. Ever since he's left, it's just it's been worse. You know what I mean? It was worse before. It was worse before he got there. Joe Douglas was there for a few years, and now it's. it's, it's I don't even again. think. I don't even think Joe Douglas did a great job. If I'm being honest, really. I mean, I mean there are years where they drafted well, and and that's. I think there's some evidence of that. I, I think I think the bigger point is that Howie does need somebody who's going to assess talent. The problem with the Fire Howie crew, which I don't know if you guys are are part of this or not, it's an but, emotional roller coaster, Jason. It's one week okay. I'm in, one week it, I'm here. It's not emotional for me. It's simple. Howie is very good at things, at at a few things, very good if not great, at a few things that you need. He manipulates the cap. He's a top three to five cap manipulator. He just is. He's Easily. a top. He's a top. He's a top two to three 
negotiator in trades. He just he's won, he's won his fair amount of trades. So, so how do you, you can't, that's too important. That stuff is too important to fire that guy. Now, you want to argue that they need somebody else to look at talent and decide what that looks like? Count me in. But why is you're not going to get why, me to say fire Howie. Why is that not a priority, though? That's what scares me. It's like, it's, I sent a graphic. It's like they, they drafted a cornerback, a safety, and a, and a linebacker. The last time was like Lito Shepard was the most recent of those three. <laughs> and I Lito, the tuxedo Shepard, I have, you know, he's one of my favorite Eagles of all time. But how is that? Like, it's, it's like that only, whole thing. Only like, by round, by the way. Do you know? So I'm going off the cuff here. So excuse me if this is wrong. But I'm relatively sure there were two other people in that Lido draft that you know the names of. Yeah, I know. And of course, right? And I'm not. That's Michael Lewis and Sheldon Brown were both in that draft. Yeah. And, and that's, and I don't even want to bring this man's name up because I, 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 I loathe when people bring it up because it's been so long. But like, look who was running that defense. That was Jim Johnson's mastermind. You didn't need linebackers in that defense because everything else around it was so strong. But he had a share. I mean, he had Trot. Yeah, I know. But that's that. Diamond in the rough. <laughs> yeah, Lucky. no. I don't know. I just it concerns me that that's not a concern, and I guess that's got to come from, you know, Jeff, right? I mean, I hate the scheme that they're in right now, but that would bring us to Gannon. Gannon. Well, I mean, what? Let's keep let's keep the roulette rolling. By the way, I'm not a fire Howie guy. I'm a, I am a, I'm basically in the same exact camp. I I don't trust his, I don't trust his talent evaluation when it comes to, when it comes to making the choices. I, I'm totally good with his business. I, I would say the bit the more business side of his of his game, which is which is the trades and which is the cap. That's all business related. That is not personnel related. And I believe his personnel choices are fucking terrible. Is um agreed. I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. Keep going, sorry. Well, no, so we were just gonna keep rolling this down down the line and into into the Gannon conversation. And uh, I, I don't know I don't know anybody I don't know anybody in Philadelphia right now that thinks that that he deserves to have his job right now. You know, I listened to something interesting. So Justin Herbert was 32 for 38, 356 yards. And I think his completion rating was like, Dave, do you have that stat? Uh, yeah. So he so, missed four passes or something. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was 32 of 38. So they were, they 84%. were saying, that's that's like what now five or six weeks straight that we've had a quarterback like just absolutely having a career game against the Eagles. Yeah. So uh, so here here's the stat I have it. It's been everybody's talking about it because uh, came out. Uh, Tim McManus uh, tweeted this out. I think it was Sunday evening. Um, so Justin Herbert was over eighty percent. Um, he's the fifth quarterback uh, this year to complete eighty percent or more of his passes against the Eagles. Fifth, fifth this year, between 1950 and 2020, that's 70 years, the Eagles as a team had only allowed six quarterbacks to complete 80% 80 or more of their passes per, per ESPN. 
That's in 70 years. So in cool. 70... So we can just put the target on Gannon, and we're going to boo him out of the stadium for the next 10 weeks. How many weeks we got? Doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and this guy can hit the road, because that guy can go. We'll, we'll, we'll boo him off... We'll boom off the field like we did the the Chargers kicker when he was kicking during uh, the, the the whatever he was kicking during. That's so funny, man! <laughs> you better believe I remember that one. Dave, do you know about this? No, so no, you guys got to oh you got to uh, uh, expand on that a little bit. So D- Dustin Hop comes out like mad early, like, and they're still doing. Is it was it a Veterans Day ceremony? Yeah. So once a year. You get the silent drill team as the halftime show. That's so they it, come yeah. out, okay. they're marching. All you hear is like a is like the killer drums on the background. Yep. And they're flipping guns the and click, like people yeah, are cheering. Yeah. Yeah, it's going wild, right? Go ahead, Ken. <laughs> yeah, and then the kicker comes out and he starts practicing and everyone's just like <laughs> And I mean the whole stadium is just destroying this guy. And then he finally looks up and he's like, Oh shit. And then he just jogs off. <laughs> I don't know if you caught this, but there was a coach next to him who, like, he was looking around. He was, like, confused about the booing. And the coach next to him was, like, yeah, he was, like, pointing at the stadium. And he was, like, yeah, like, they're all booing you because these guys are out here and it's military week. And da, 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 da. and he was, like, oh, like, you like, you got, I'm, I'm, we're not close. I'm upstairs. <laughs> you can see this conversation happen. From upstairs, and then they walk off the field because they didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> what a dumb. So Gannon's next. So yes, correct. Yeah, I mean Gannon. I, there, th- there's no way he can stay. I mean, I, I don't see it. Uh, uh, you can well, blame. You can blame. Just, you can blame the personnel all you want, and you he and he's not doing that in, in you know publicly. But I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what to say about it as far as as far as keeping him. I you know, they blitzed more. I guess that's the that's a little check, you know, in the box. I don't know what else. What else can you say about the guy? They play way too much zone. They're playing. They're basically playing to prevent defense the entire game. Mm-hmm. They're dropping back. They got they got like seven to ten yard cushions on the on the on the outside every play. They're playing man, uh, you know, in the teens percentages, you know, so <laughs> I don't know what else there is to be said. And Sirianni keeps on sticking his neck out saying, you know, this my this is I'm the head coach and everything on this team has my my names on everything and everything goes through me and blah, blah, blah. We're going to put the players in the best position. Dude, you guys got to come out and fucking play more man and just put put these guys put these guys on an island and prove us all fucking wrong. At least let us see it. I don't even care at this point. It's um, it's like when they traded for Namdi, right? Everyone was so hype about it, but and, and you can almost do this as like Byron Maxwell too. We were all hype about it, but those corners were made for their system, correct? You know, and then we we bring them over here, and we're like, hey, guess what? You know that thing you did really well, like that man coverage thing that you were like really elite at, and you got like ten Pro Bowls together. We're not going to do that. We're just going to play preventative defense every fucking snap and it's like it's like full circle again you know what i mean All, obviously that shit was years ago but what are what are we doing we don't have the linebackers to, to do what he's trying to do so i have a theory <laughs> i gotta hear it yeah um i need to hear it yeah so i call this um jim schwartz syndrome oh 
So here's the thing. Jim Schwartz, okay, so current day NFL, right? Offenses are high powered. The rules favor the offense. Jim Schwartz, as himself, is onto something there. You play prevent defense, right? Not prevent, that's strong. You play shell defense, you stop big plays, and your goal is to get the ball off the offense. If you can cause two turnovers a game, that means you make two plays. You can play, you, you, you make two turnovers a game, and all of a sudden, your offense has the ball two more times than the other team, hopefully, if they're not giving it up, which, by the way, the Eagles' offense really isn't giving it up. Um, then you have a good opportunity to win that game. And Schwartz rode that shit to a Super Bowl. He did. You can call the five, he let out 500 yards, that happened. But, but that's a uniquely Jim Schwartz trait. The problem is, that other people saw it and went, I'm going to do that as a defense. And there's, I think, I believe there are very specific guys. You bring in a Nigel Bradham, right? You bring in guys that are Jim Schwartz guys, and those are the guys that are playing that defense. This is a guy who believes in what Jim Schwartz was doing, but he's actually terrible at it. And that's why he's got to go because this doesn't actually work from Gannon. It doesn't. You, you can't. <laughs> All right. So Herbert threw it to nine different receiver tight end combinations. There was 104 yards caught between from Keenan Allen alone. Mike Williams had uh 58. And then the number is like 39 forties, you know, like high end totals. So if you're going to run that defense, that's fucking fine. But show, like you're saying, show me a turnover. Show me something where you have made a play to make a difference in the game. And they're not – the defense, which is incredible because the first three weeks we were like, oh, shit, this defense might be good. They're going to keep them in the game. You know, they're only – like, dude, they're only giving up 27 points. I mean, I think it's even less than that. They're, they're not – they just don't have the personnel to cover these fucking people, and they're not getting the timely turnovers. Every pick I can think of or fumble, which I don't even remember the last time they had one, it, 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 it's almost like it doesn't fucking matter, right? The problem- so I threw this, guys, I threw this at you guys pre-show. We'll see how good your memory is. The Eagles rank where in turnovers? Uh, 23rd. Dave. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny is so close. It's 24th. They're 24th in turnovers. You can't play that defense and be 24th in turnovers. You can't. Got to be top 12. Top 12 might get it done. Well, and then, and uh, so you could make, you could also argue that if you give up less than, you know, if you're giving up between 24 and 27 points a game as a defense, you should probably have a winning record. Agreed. Listen. This, that's the opposite of the Seth Joyner defense. And so the worst part of all of this is I felt found myself agreeing with Seth Joyner on the post game. Like that makes me want to like lose my mind. <laughs> so I, I, while we were talking, I, I just wanted to dig into this, like, you know, the blitz versus no blitz situation uh, with this team. Um, and the plays where they've blitzed, this is, this blew my fucking mind when I saw this. The plays when this team blitzes, the quarterback completion percentage is identical to when they don't blitz. 
Hey, I have a question for you. Oh, hold on. I got How? more. They got more. No, no. All right, fire away. Keep going. Uh, the, the yards per attempt is higher when they blitz. And the passer rating is 23 points higher when they, uh, when they blitz. The passing rating when they blitz is 123.8. Uh, Normal rush, 100.8. So, is he, uh, so that's, what you're telling me is... That is, is fucking... That, aggr- that's... What you're, what you're saying to me, though, is, is that he's right when he doesn't blitz. Because it doesn't fucking work. So but this is this is my point. Go. That's insane. This is my point. So I wanted to bring this up because when I saw this, I'm like, oh fuck, something's up. And right, so this kind of t- now, Jay, I, you wanted to say something, so I'm not going to keep going. So what, what 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 popped up in your head? Sure. Um, how many sacks did we have versus the Chargers? <laughs> Kenny, do you know? Probably zero. <laughs> Good. He went with his gut. Zero. I'm pretty sure it was zero. That's- how many how many QB hits did they have versus the Chargers? I think it was like one. Zero. Oh. 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 How? How? Okay, so you want to hear some really messed up stuff? I gotta I gotta compliment my boy Ray Diddy. That's where this comes from. In four of their six losses, the Eagles have zero sacks. Oh my fucking god! Which, which is right because remember, Dave, we were on here after Tampa Bay, and we were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Tom Brady's ninety-seven years old with a walker, and we couldn't get a fucking fingertip on him. Jason Pierre-Paul had more fucking fingertips on him. (laughs) And think about, think about all of those. Oh my god, dude. All those, all those teams just fucking racking up yards against this team. Here, one one of the things that we thought was the strongest of this team was what the defensive line. Yeah, and guys, I'm not trying to like fucking rain on anybody's parade, but as a group, they're not good. How? Sorry, Brandon, your coach is bad. How does Brandon Graham make that much of a difference? I I know he's good. I'm not saying he's good. This has nothing to do with Brandon Graham. It has to. No. Here's okay. This so is a bad defense with a bad coach. So here's the deal. It's a bad. It's a bad coach. A. B. They don't have they they don't have the depth that they had, and they don't have the ability and flexibility, I guess, to rotate these guys out. So so listen. Nelson, uh, Nelson and McLeod, I think, were the two guys on the D that were on the field for every play. Uh, those that was sixty-eight snaps. Okay, so so the total snaps for the entire game was sixty-eight. How many of those snaps do you think Fletcher Cox, one of the older defensive linemen that we have, was on the field out of sixty-eight? Anybody? Sixty. F- Fifty-seven. I was gonna say if it's over fifty, it's a nightmare. Fifty-seven, <sighs> and that is way too fucking many, dude. That's way too many. These guys, can, these guys can... back in 2017, they were seeing snap counts of 30, 35, and they were fucking nasty. Nasty. Were they? Did, how did we do in 2000? Yeah, hey, yeah, they did. They were okay. I don't remember that season. <laughs> yeah, you know. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Fletcher Cox had 57 snaps. Derek Barnett, 55. Yeah. What what um what happened with that, Dave? Because you're not the only person that said something to me about that, but I obviously don't know it. What what happened with what? Derek Barnett, the offsides. Is that I, yeah? Is that what everyone's complaining about? Oh my god! So uh, it's in the it's in the fourth quarter, and I I could probably <laughs> dig through. Bro, it was on the replay. You didn't see the replay. I watched it on YouTube. I didn't see it. <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah. There's more than one fucking replay, you freak. There. Uh, The replay I watched showed the reactions of the other defensive linemen, and oh my god. They they are sick of his shit. He's not a baller, man. He's got to go. No, yeah, uh uh-huh. 100% 100 agreed. Why is he he on the field more than Sweat? How's he playing more? How's he playing more than Sweat, dude? Is a bad defensive coordinator? Like that is uh, that is so that that's like the one like all I got to know is that now get him get this get this guy to fuck out of here. Gannon's a fucking muppet. All right, get him the fuck out of here. How are you? How are you playing? I know I know they play different positions. I don't even fucking care. So the Barnett the Barnett offsides was fucking. It was like stereotypical Barnett offsides where he just like out of nowhere fucking hits the gas pedal and no, literally no one else is moving. And he fucking sprints across the line and looks around like, what, 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 what did he, he, he did he ding the, uh, the Ferrari in the shop, right? Uh, parking lot. <laughs> exactly. Dude. Uh, it was third and six. Okay. It's third and six from the Eagles 28 yard line. Oh, so that, that drives dead. It could. It, yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you. I mean, there's a chance at least he he goes ridiculously off sides, makes it third and one, and then Herbert just fucking sneaks it up the middle, sneaks it up the middle for an easy first down. They get the first down. Eckler goes off tackle for like 14 yards, and then and then Herbert scrambled in eight yards, and then they get the two point conversion on a bullshit two point conversion where Jer- where Cook literally fucking. Two two hand extension, fucking pushed off and didn't get called for it. I don't know how the fuck that didn't get called, but it, it, this game is not a, not about the refs. Uh, so I don't even. I guess I shouldn't even have brought it up. But uh, no, I mean it, it's a fair argument. That's fine. I mean it's not like the it's not like the Chicago Bears. That was the worst taunting call. Oh my god! Like you 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 cost the Bears the game. How does he? How does that guy have a job today? Uh, what's his name? Correnti? Correnti, yeah. I think. Yeah, he's been a Philippe fucking Corrente. plague. He's been a plague on the NFL for twenty-five years. But listen, listen to me. Listen here. It's like the Joe West of the NFL. Listen here. <laughs> this that that two-point conversion. Uh, I mean, it didn't decide the game, but I, I just if they don't get that two-point conversion, right? Then. Which they shouldn't have gotten because Cook clearly two hand pushed off on that two point conversion. If they don't get that and, and the Eagles score again, it's twenty it's they could then they could go for two and make it twenty five twenty two. I'm playing I'm playing fucking all this devil's advocate. But you know, if if they go for two and get it, it's twenty five twenty two. And then and then the Chargers are playing for I mean, I guess they may have been more aggressive and scored another fucking touchdown, but who knows? I'm just saying, like so that two point you conversion. Were rooting for them to win this game? No, I've been rooting for the Eagles <laughs> to lose since week three. 
Here's the argument there, though, Dave. Even if you played all that devil's advocate, you have three chances to stop them on fourth and one, fourth and short, and fourth and one again. And and you you can't even find the the power, the anything in your fucking brain or body to like win like, hey, go win that fucking game. And they're like, eh, <laughs> here's a first down. Okay. And then so let's keep going with the time well, now we're in the chronology like the of the game. Why why did Sirianni not call his timeouts before the two minute warning? Okay, so it's two. All right, so let me let me just talk it out. Right, it, there was yeah, the last right. play. The last play there was two forty two four almost exactly two forty on the clock when they started the play clock. So so and what I I don't I don't understand a little bit why they wouldn't start calling their timeouts there because it's first down already. So I, I don't understand why they wouldn't start calling our timeouts before the two-minute warning. I, I mean, I think... Oh, you mean? This, I mean, I mean... <laughs> it's, okay. very, it's very easy to use that word, you son of a bitch. It is. <laughs> oh, it, it's so easy. It took me, what, what are we in, like minute 32? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, now you messed me up, though, because I don't know what I was talking Oh, I got it. Ah, so here's the real question. Um, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but how much of a difference does that make at the end of the game? Um, I have long been on the side. This is probably too much Madden for me, but I've long been on the side of like, I'm saving my timeouts after the two minute warning, because I, if they get a first down on that play, right. I still have three timeouts and have a full possession. Now I've like gotten into like knockdown drag out arguments <laughs> in the stadium about this. And I'm not actually claiming to be right. I just don't know. And and you can maybe I'm wrong, but like, how does that? How does you? How many seconds are we talking about? And does that actually affect the impact of the game? It's it's all it's all valid. I I just you know when it it was two there was two minutes and forty seconds left when after uh, Eckler went up the middle, got the first down. Two minutes mm-hmm. and forty, which he, was, which he was stopped for, by the way, he was stopped. And yeah. then had another, like a little bit of an initial. Yeah, push he did. He got that. like an extra push from his offensive yeah. line that kind of got was, him over. He was stopped, and if a defense played with any sort of fucking passion, they might have made that tackle. But go on, sorry. So awesome. there's, so there's two forty left on the clock right there. If they call timeout, you know, you still, you you have a chance to stop them, and you end up with almost, almost, almost more than two minutes left if you if you. If you call your timeouts aggressively and are actually playing good D, which they didn't do a bad job of necessarily, but I don't know. I, I it's not All really right. worth arguing because so, they, they lost the game. But yeah. yeah. So I, here's my here's my bigger problem with that. Do you know what the clock said when that drive started? Oh my god, there's six minutes left. You can't let them drain six, it. Six six oh five. Brutal. And you had all three timeouts. So what you're telling me is 605 on the clock, you have all three timeouts, and they drove the ball all the way down the field into field goal range and kicked a field goal with no time on the clock. Yeah, and you know how many times you know how many times the clock stopped? No. Once. Mm, because this defense does not this defense does not and it, we keep on circling back to the same spot. And when that happens, <laughs> when that happens, it's a very obvious answer. Gannon's got to go. Yeah. 
So the thing is, they did this all game. They played that same way all game. They dinked and dunked and stayed in bounds. And and did it, not, not that they were doing that part intentionally at the beginning of the game, but at the end of the game, that's definitely what they were doing. And we don't have an answer to that because we play one defense. Again, I hate what I'm about to say. Seth Joyner, on his own assessment, believes that the Eagles have, like, two base defenses, four blitzes, and, and like, five coverages. I'm pretty sure is it's some those numbers are not exact, but 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 uh, close. And if that guy is saying that that's what he saw, <laughs> this is not high school football, man. I mean that's that's you almost that's almost not even enough for high school. You mean you don't Correct. have a wide receiver and a cornerback playing the same game every play? You don't have that in the NFL? It's very confusing. Not in the NFL. Now, CB West looks pretty good right now. They won their uh, game last week. We're going to the playoffs, baby. Uh, you know why Archbishop would love. But aside from all that, you know, uh, yeah, you're not an NFL team. Right, let's uh, let's get a segment of high school fucking football. Shout out Perkyum and Valley. Can, can lead it. Well, I'll lead it because y'all will lose. <laughs> So, so fuck Gannon, fuck you, get the fuck out of here. It was nice knowing you, not really. And also, here's the other issue with with them firing Gannon before we move on because we've been on this for a while, but it's it's got to be talked about. Lori, that soundbite of Lori. Um, have you guys? Do you guys recall no. the soundbite of Lori? No. Entertain us. I, I I'm gonna be paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. But he basically another fucking muppet. He owns the team. <laughs> It's so I actually muffled. don't. I actually like Lori too, but I don't remember wrong. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So he he says something along the lines of, "Well, I didn't even know. I didn't even know Gannon, Jonathan Gannon, uh, before his name came up. But if you know, this guy's highly regarded. High, you know. And then he starts like talking like he's like the next coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, and and we were and we were so yeah and we were so lucky to get this guy as our defensive coordinator because everybody is going to be knocking on his door. Get him the fuck out of here! Like yeah. fuck whoever's yeah, he knocking open, on the door, go open, go now. Yeah, he can open all thirty-one other doors, please. They're all available for you to take. Anyone you want, you, take it. Do you think Brandon Staley would come be a defensive coordinator now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What Gannon was in his wedding, so I don't know. Oh, that's right. Did you see that? that? Yeah, it was on the broadcast. Yeah. yeah, they showed they showed the wedding photos. Gannon, it was Gannon's wedding, I think, and uh, uh, he was in the wedding party. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so you, Kenny, but before we started, to, before we pushed record, Kenny was talking about uh, wondering about some defensive defensive numbers, and I told him that I had those. Uh, because he mentioned someone who we on this podcast have been going to bat for week after week, um, and that's Darius Slay. Darius, I won't slander him. Darius Slay did not have a good game. No, it wasn't that's, good. Hey, listen, everyone's gonna have a bad game from time to time. I'm not no, saying that's he's, right. he. Let, shut up. I'm not saying he's <laughs> he's he, he's bad or anything like that. He had a shit game, and he deserves whatever criticism he's getting this week. Yeah, but to bad. say he's a bad player, like that yeah. fat weasel, I'm not here for it. Now, hey, I know Jay agrees leave, with him. You leave Glenn Mack now alone 
right fucking now. He's like <laughs> a guy that sits at the YMCA in the fucking hot tub all day. That, that seems the worst. Yo, Conchock and Brewery make some good beers. All right, so they do. Here's the here's the thing. Sponsor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Cola. Uh. Um. Darius Slay is an NFL starting cornerback. I think that's where it ends for me. Yeah. I, I agree, hundred percent. Uh, and and listen, the numbers are what they are this week. And um, you know, he went out with a little hamstring situation. Yeah, I bet he did. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> don't remember it. Uh, <laughs> for those who were blacked out on Sunday, uh, Slay kind of had like a you know quote a, a hamstring injury. Listen, is that a little term? You almost went quote unquote there. I almost I did. Never... I almost did, but I stopped myself because you know I'm not trying to do it. But you know, hey, 70, 70 uh, almost seventy two percent against uh, Darius Slay for uh, eighty six yards and uh, a still TV. didn't break a hundred though. Hey, <laughs> no, and it was three different guys threat spread over three different guys. So um, you know, Mike Williams had forty nine. Keenan Allen had ten, and uh, Mike Williams chewed him up on that one play, though. It was uh-huh. bad. Chewed it was, him. It was bad, and that yeah. was actually their only deep ball of the game. Of course, you know, uh, you know what? It, I don't know how. Like, I I obviously rewatched that because I didn't see it live. But if if the ball looked like it was really well placed and it was a nice catch, it was going to be hard for anyone to make that play. But he still got chewed the fuck up. Yep. Throughout well, he whole, got he yeah. got beat up by the tight end on multiple occasions too. Oh yeah, that yeah. wall, the one where he just basically got ragdolled for like five yards, and you just drug him into right. the end zone. <laughs> and, and, and so, where I struggle with that, right, is you see Avante Maddox, who like, all right, you want you want a hot take here? Avante Maddox, I think, is the best corner on the team. Now he can't do everything, but if you ask me, who I'm paying, who I'm keeping. Devontae Maddox. I think he's gritty. I think he's he'll a nickel corner. Agreed, but he's a nickel corner that can play tight end, and that is not easy to find. I agree. Ah. I agree with Jay here, uh, Kenny. You disagree? Yeah, I do because it's you can't. It's 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 like it's 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 apples to oranges all over again. You can't compare the two positions because often not he was the corner. Remember that? Like what was it, a year ago? Two years ago? And he. It's like, a harder position. It's a different position. I agree. If you're asking me who I'm signing, it's Avante Maddox. That's as a slot corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a slot that can handle both your Wes Welker mm-hmm. and your big tight end. Like he has shown he, he can beat the tight end to the spot. And he 100% can. And uh, I, I, I noticed when he went out of this game, the, the defense suffered majorly. Which mm-hmm. is a common theme, just so we're aware. What? But you can sign him. What's a common theme? He's hurt all the time. Okay. Yeah. I see that. I got you. So is Jordan Hick. Not this year. <laughs> so the defense, the defense was... Mm-hmm. Not good, and the offense was mediocre. And that, I wanted what? to touch. I wanted to touch on the offense one. Like it, I think it was during like that seven minute <laughs> where I was lost in space here. Oh, what do you? What? What was it? My, I just want to talk about like, uh, like Smith obviously had like a fantastic game, right? And Smith's a baller. I'm fucking. Yeah. I'm stoked that he's Agreed. on the squad. 
Well, and I've been seeing I've been seeing a lot of shit on Twitter. I actually haven't been on in a while because it's actually been infuriating me. But I saw a lot of shit where they're like, they should have picked fucking Parsons over Smith. You can't make that pick when they haven't. They've missed on wide receiver after wide receiver after wide receiver. That's a bad you take. You can't pick a linebacker. I don't care who said it. It's a bad take. You can't take it's Parsons. It's a terrible there. take. And don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> a fucking regular. I'm not even doing it. I'm not even talking about regular today. Fucking asshole. But J- Jalen Hurts threw for 162 yards. 116 of that went to Smith. 43 went to Goddard. And then nothing. Not one fucking thing to anyone else. So <laughs> they're still missing those big things. The, the little things that they really, they don't do anything little well. They don't do anything big well. They don't, they're not a good fucking team. I mean, I think you're eating some of those stats. Some of those stats are about. Hurts not being able to hit guys. Like, and that's my, and that's kind of where I'm trying to circle back to, yeah, but I get yeah. very frustrated. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I I'm not going to claim that the wide receivers are where they need to be. I think Brayers a gadget player. Smith is a Smith is, I, I think Smith's a wide receiver one. Greg Ward's a slot. Um, and I thought, I don't think you have a wide receiver two. No, yeah, I mean, you don't Martin, think Quez, you don't think Quez could be a two. No. I think I think Quez steps into um He could be I a mean, three. Yeah, yeah. Quez will Quez will catch like sneaky deep balls when you need them. Yeah. And I and I, and I respect that. Foul. I respect that. So but Kenny, yeah, Kenny, no. I gotta tell you, I gotta give you a little nugget before we leave the Eagles in the dust. Don't don't do it. Uh, no, no, you're gonna like it. So fifty seven total snaps for the offense. Okay. Um Guess who? Guess how many snaps your boy had? My boy, Rager. Twenty nine. Yeah, he's he's falling. He's off the death chart at this point. Twenty nine. Twenty nine snaps to Quez Watkins. Fifty five. Hey, listen. We can we can all. I mean, that's. That's I mean, that's. You don't even need to read between the lines with those numbers. No, that's another. That's another feather in the cap towards you know the. Or a flower in a pot towards Nick Sirianni's coaching abilities. He's starting to see the shit that. Listen, I'm he's weeding them out. He's weeding them out, man. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and listen, I have no, no feet to literally stand on here. But like, to me, Rager is not an NFL uh, wide receiver. He he does nothing well. He can't even oh. punt return, and that was the whole point. He's what, he's what hurts is to the quarterback position. You can Fair. bring him in yes. and give him a change up and and they might not catch it and you might get a cheap touchdown off of it. Is he a two or a three? No, I don't think so. You he's can, also Jay, he's also the prime example that goes back to the to the Howie conversation as to why he should not be evaluating talent. Oh. Because Justin Jefferson is going to ruin my life. For a decade. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because that's every time listen, I see I'm him, not, he's got And listen, down. I'm not even going there. I'm not even necessarily going Rager versus uh, Jefferson. I'm just saying, in general, we sh- you can't take Rager. You can't take him. I mean, the worst part of Rager for me is that I love the pick when they made it. <laughs> Did you? Okay. And I can't, yeah. Well, and and yeah no, listen, no. at least you're owning it. You know what I saw? I saw Steve Smith. That's what I saw. Uh, I was wrong. You know who was my favorite receiver before Jalen Rager? 
I'll give you a million dollars. Seriously, my, the rest of my life. No. Lime is sweet. <laughs> I didn't know that. That was the, so that was the, the that was the Sean Jackson draft. That was Lima Swede out of Texas, Deshaun Jackson out of Cal. Jay was the biggest Lima Swede fan I've ever seen in my entire life. That's so that is hilarious. You can't, so you can't trust Jason with wide receivers. That's that's a fact. And you um, can't trust listen, Kenny with a flask of vodka. So we all learned this something is this weekend. Hundred percent true. Or Jack, or or you know. Yeah, or any um, other liquid that is comes from the state store. Yeah. Um, all right. So wait, I, there's one other thing. I don't mean to prolong this, but I, I've been, I was think I've been thinking all day and there's, there's a couple things that I wanted to, I got my, I got my Maddox. I, I was looking at player assessments on the defense specifically young players that could turn into something. We talked about Maddox. We talked about, about Barnett. Um, we have we talk about the linebackers a bunch uh, because it's like the most varied position that we have. We don't care about them, but we do, and they suck, but they don't. Um, Davion Taylor, Edwards, go. Like, do we have a future at that position, or do we not? I like Edwards. Taylor. I don't know, man. I, I look at that one play where he's literally doing somersaults, misses the wide receiver by or the running back by a mile. Yeah. And I think to myself, like single Singletary makes there's what's his name? Singleton? Singleton. He makes that play. That's Singleton. how little he Singleton. Needs to play. No, you gotta keep calling him Singletary because it's good. Yeah, I have been since week one. So Singletary <laughs> makes that play. Is he a descendant of Mike? <laughs> yeah. You can't win with them. You can't practice with them, and you can't win with them. <laughs> Now, well I, listen, I'm a you fan. You redeemed yourself. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Edwards, uh, to be honest, at least from that game. Uh, I, is it like an all an all year thing? No, not really. But he hasn't really gotten that many opportunities this weekend. Listen, can... Sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. This weekend, you know, he, he was good in coverage. He only gave up 14 yards and, you know, he made tackles. He was good. He, he, I, I don't know. I, he led the team in tackles with, as far as the linebackers yeah. go. Listen, every week, every week you can find a new linebacker that you like on the Eagles because that someone's going to shine and the rest of them are going to look like doo-doo. That's a good point. I, I can't argue that. So um, I'll give you my quick Edwards and Taylor and we can move on. Um, I think that Edwards, you get that like Midwest. He, he's Wisconsin boy, right? Is that right? Uh, yeah, Wisconsin. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, I get a little like Brandon Graham long term, like he's gonna get better. He's a hard worker. He they say he can't play coverage, but he picks a lot of passes for not being able to play coverage. Um, you know, he's a guy I think you could see sticking around. Um Davion Taylor might be good in like six years. <laughs> and <laughs> and there's a part of me that's like I kind of want to stick around and see if he might be the best linebacker in the NFL in six years. Um, but it's hard. It's hard when you have 52 roster spots, 53, whatever they're at now. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what though, they're giving him a shot because his snap counts have been increasing every week. Well, that's because they cut their great free agents signing. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I, I just, this team, this team has so many issues 
Uh, well, and what, what about the big issue of leaving Jordan Howard on the bench for fucking eight weeks? That's a great point. We we totally glossed over that one. I mean, I don't know. He, he well, was a no, no, maybe, Kenny. Maybe it's because maybe maybe he looks so good because he has fresh legs. <laughs> Still one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. But you know, that's it's just interesting to me. And that's no disrespect to Gainwell. I just don't he's not Jordan Howard and we all, you know, we all have different opinions on Boston Scott. I do not like short running back because I feel like the Eagles always like lean on that too much. Like Sproles. There was one season where they were just rolling Sproles out on third and fives every time. And they were just getting, you know, completely demolished. I'm not sure how much Sirianni likes Gamewell, man. Yeah. No, yeah, I know. I, I I I think it's the whole rookie thing. Can you trust him, you know? He's trying to listen, if if you <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, and this hurts me so bad. They look better without Sanders. They look more fluid. They, they, you can't, they, they I have can't, a rotation. I understand what you're saying, and I I understand why you're saying it, but I can't go there because Sirianni didn't turn the corner until Sanders was hurt. Fair. Very good. Point. So so that I need to see point. I need to see when Sanders comes back, I need to see what is what. Yeah. No, For that's me. that's that's a good fair point, man. Honestly, fair point. Yeah. I like Sanders. Um I think that in the NFL, if you're fooling yourself into thinking that a running back is worth like, you know, fifteen cents, you're probably wrong. Yeah, and I agree. That sucks. That sucks. But uh, you know, I like seeing Miles out there on Penn State guy. Um, I think he can cut. I think him and Jordan Howard as like the you know classic Thunder Lightning move. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I don't think we can fall in love with running backs. Period. No, no and, a, and anyone that does fall in love with the running back is usually someone who plays a lot of fantasy football. <laughs> Or, or watches the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's move on. Yeah, so so the Eagles uh, fall again. Not surprisingly, this, this was a game where uh, I didn't think they were going to win this game, um, and they didn't win the game. You know, they come they come into next week. They're going out to Denver, and they're facing a five and four Denver team. That well, I mean the the Denver. Denver Bridgewater, like, what are you going to get out of Bridgewater? No one ever knows. The Denver Denver's a two and a half point favorite next weekend in Denver. Yeah, the Denver's going to being in Denver is going to give them that that you know that spread. I don't know, man. Denver's flying high. They just kicked the shit out of the Cowboys. I mean, it's not that line doesn't seem insane to me. I like the Eagles this weekend. Of course you do. You like them every week. No, I don't. I, 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 I don't. You, you know, I don't. Yeah, no, I really do. I really do like them this weekend. I told you. I told you why already. Uh, with as far as just literally looking at the line and look, looking at that strength of schedule chart, I mean that's almost all you need to see until, like I said, until they beat a team that they're not supposed to beat. Which the Denver Broncos aren't even in that realm. They are kind of almost equals, maybe slightly better than the Eagles preseason. So until they beat a team that they're not supposed to beat. No, whatever. Are we really rooting for victories at this point? Like Jay brought up, are we even rooting for victories? No. My my problem is that I'm I'm a big believer in that um, Denver shouldn't be allowed to have pro sports because the elevation is too high and nobody can fucking breathe. 
So, uh, I mean, Ryan Clark couldn't even play. <laughs> yeah. Like, is he okay? Where is he? He's, he's, he's on uh, ESPN now. He's annoying. He's retired. Hey, Denver made him retire because he, <laughs> he had like died a weird blood condition or something. All right, move the pens. I'm elevation. fucking done. All right, cool. Let's go. All right, fine. So, so yeah, week 10, Eagles plus two and a half at Denver. We move on Over. to our our loves. Uh, loves, love lost, love and love. I don't know. Penn, just, Penn State football, they went into Maryland. They got the job done. What else cares? is there to say about this game? I just have one thing to say. Is there a state that loves their flag more than fucking Maryland? It's on everything. It's on their helmet. It's, it's on, on their, their it's on their cars. It's on, their it's, on it's probably trap. on their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Crabs and football. And that stupid beer. That's that, what Maryland does. Beer, you know, <laughs> Penn State's done. It's a pick them against Michigan, which is interesting. That's the only thing that you got going. Yeah, I got a 50 spot heads up with McCann on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a Penn State win. They suck. They Jim Harbaugh is one of the biggest frauds of our time. I mean, that's oh, I I I love that take because I totally agree with that. Uh, and he only record he only recruits quarterbacks that are also giant frauds. So I don't know about who's the, what's the new kid McNamara. I don't know. I don't I don't know if you're allowed to call like teenage kids frauds, but he's a fraud. They're frauds. <laughs> Don't let Franklin you know hear who, you say that. Do you know? Do you know who was on that team recently? I'm not sure if he's on the team anymore or not. But uh, Christian McCaffrey's brother. Mm. Oh, I thought we were gonna say Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, I hope. I hope that the. the I don't know if that viewers, was recent. <laughs> recent well, to me. You wouldn't know. I mean, he's been in the league for a fucking ever. Dave, who's older, me or you? Probably, I think me. I'm 39. By a mile, Dave. Yeah. By a mile. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Thanks for saying I thanks for saying I look young. <laughs> That's all right. You can cut it out of the podcast later. We're fine. I'm not cut. I don't cut shit out of this podcast. This shit's raw as it gets, man. Oh, yeah, I wish yeah. I knew that before. It's all good. So yeah, I mean, I, I think they win. I really do. I think Penn State wins this game. There's no re- other reason for it to be a pick. Uh I think Penn State's better than Michigan. Um and their defense is better. Michigan is not eight and one. Please, what? Not, they're not a, no, I know they are, but I'm saying they're not. Their record is skewed. They're not a good team. I like Penn State. You want to give a prediction? I think Penn State wins by seventeen plus. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! I okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. You're welcome. The shock factor is me. Woo! Okay. I think. Uh, <laughs> okay, I think they win twenty-one fourteen. That's that's what I think. Okay, and okay. if you add ten uh, points, I'm right. So <laughs> the thing is that I don't think I can talk without getting to my um my betting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that's fair. So yeah, Penn State. I mean, there's not much to say. You know, Clifford. There's Clifford haters out there. Jay, where are you at on Clifford? Um, hate or no? No, I don't hate him. Uh, if he comes listen, back next year, are you okay with him starting? Yes, I am. Me too. And there's two reasons for that. 
Uh, reason Can one he come is, back? Yeah, they get an extra year of eligibility because of COVID. <laughs> um, COVID. Uh, there's there's a couple reasons for that. Reason number one is, um, you remember how Anthony Morelli was supposed to be awesome and he sucked? I do remember Morelli. Okay, do you remember how um, Christian Hackenberg couldn't like throw a screen pass? Yeah. Okay, so like when we have a quarterback that's half decent, we kind of got to just see that through. And this guy will give you some room with his legs. This guy will hit some passes now and then. This year, not next year. He's throwing it up to a wide receiver that is very talented. Um, you know, I think that uh, he deserves another opportunity. I don't think we have a lot more in the wings. Uh, you know, if he wants a fifth year, he's got a fifth year from me. Um, you know, who's good enough to be ranked highly uh, for the team to be ranked highly this year? Yeah, he can. He can have another year if he wants. Kenny. No, yeah, Jay. I mean, Jay hit that right on the spot, and he kind of he brought me back to a warm spot with Christian uh, Hackenberg. I totally forgot about that dude. No, oh, Jesus. Christ. He was supposed to be like the guy. He was supposed to be the next guy that like came into the NFL, <laughs> highly recruited out of like that. Like, did because didn't he go to like a military school or something? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Valley he was, was it Valley Forge and Valley Forge shit. When, if yeah, it was Valley yeah, Forge, it was a shitty it rugby team. Yeah, whatever. Guess where? Um, guess where Christian Hackenberg is now? Oh my God! I don't even know. Is he on a roster? No, he's coaching high school football. <laughs> he went to Fork Union Military yeah. Academy. To be clear, <laughs> and, he, is uh, he, he seriously co- is he seriously coaching high school football? <laughs> yes, sir. Where was he drafted? He was drafted you know the by Jets? the Jets. Yes. In what round? Uh, I want to say second round. Oh, that's good. That's a good. That's good. I looked. Yes. <laughs> is it? Is it right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my I see when you started going when you started going down the down the rabbit hole of of I guess recent Penn State quarterbacks, my my, my heart is with Daryl Clark though. Ah, oh, dude. Listen, Big I agree. Fan. I agree. I love Daryl Clark. Daryl Clark was great, and and that was right before I got to Penn State. Um, now you're old. Can we can we talk? Shut up. <laughs> can we talk about? Uh, the best two quarterbacks at Penn State over the Michael line. Robinson. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, he was a great quarterback. <laughs> let's talk about the best two quarterbacks at Penn State over the last fifteen years. Go ahead. Well, I think as crazy as this is, I think you got to put Matt McGloin there. Oh, oh my God. I I know that this podcast did not just shift the fucking Matt McGloin. <laughs> What's the next one? Blow my brains out. Dave. Go ahead. What do you got? I'm listening to you. Uh, you can't we can't we can't I don't wanna I don't wanna like give things away, but Baltimore Ravens. Trace McSorley. It's McSorley? Yeah. They're both walk ons. Why can't a Penn State Program not get a quarterback that fans is nuts. All right. Well, if you were going that route, you should have led with that route. <laughs> no, but who's who's better than Matt McGloin in the last fifteen years other than Trace McSorley? Go ahead. I'll I'll wait. 
the only the only argument is Clifford, which I could get behind, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say Clifford actually. Yeah, I was uh, not. I was the, not a McSorley guy. I mean, he that that game. We were in Maryland, Dave, for that game. Do you remember that? What bowl game was that? It may have been the Big Ten championship. It wasn't. Yeah, the it, they won, right? Yeah. Yeah, that game was all. That game was electric. And he was a G. That he was. Yeah. He, he was. A, he was an electric player. Like he made. He he was a big game player. He was. <laughs> kind of yeah. like Clifford. We've talked about that. Yep. Not like Carson Wentz, that loser. <laughs> Fucking bum. He didn't play for Penn State. <laughs> Who did yeah, he, he couldn't for? get a D. He D1 didn't even play D one. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Uh, so Penn State, uh, three <laughs> losses. They don't. They don't matter on the on the real world, but. If they can beat Michigan and they can, you know, fuck their season a little bit, then they could maybe beat Michigan State. They could fuck their season a little more. Uh, you know, hey, play spoiler. I don't know. Who cares? It, I don't think. I don't think that there's a road where all three of those teams end up, or all four of those teams end up with three losses. I'm not sure. I didn't really do the. <laughs> I didn't no. figure everything out. But I no. guess it's. Is it possible? They, it's possible. Yeah, they're playing, it's they're it's possible. Ohio Alabama. State would have to lose to like Illinois, and who loses to Illinois? So here's what Ohio State has left. I'll, I'll just say, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not taking the bait there. Uh, Ohio State has Purdue, Michigan State, and Michigan. I will say this: Purdue is proving to be a pain in the ass. Maybe they're better. Maybe they're better than everybody's giving them credit for. If I mean, they're Purdue not going to Ohio State, then there is a possibility, right? Yes, it, there is a possibility because. And Ohio State looked a little shaky last week. Who'd they play? You're going to make me root for Purdue? Yeah, they played Nebraska, Kenny. Uh, yeah, it was close. Yeah, it was 26 17 was the final. Uh, it was at Nebraska. You know the the Purdue games in Ohio State, the Michigan State game is in Ohio State, and then they go to Michigan. I, I don't. It's weird. It's almost like the Big Ten wants Ohio State to win. Oh, behave! Isn't that why they made the divisions the way they did? <laughs> no, they wanted Iowa to ruin my life. That's what they I wanted, and it does. They do every year. So uh, Penn State, they play um, someone. I can't remember. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. They play, they play Michigan at noon, which is odd, nooner. but they, it's a nooner. Um, it's a pick 'em, and I like Penn State in this game. We'll I find out who Jay likes later. It sounds like in the game in corner. It's noon o'clock, and Michigan still sucks. That's right, fucking right. So we move on to the next squad in the in the realm, and we'll go we'll go hockey first. Get this guy off the fucking podcast, Jesus Christ. <sighs> This guy? Is he talking yeah, me? You're fucking degenerate. All right. Um <laughs> So they had my 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 pick. They they fucked me because they couldn't beat a, a Penn's team who is last in the metro, who didn't have Malkin, who didn't have Crosby, who didn't have two other defense or two defensemen. <sighs> That's a frustrating loss. I mean, I got a point. I get it. It's not all be all, you know, it's not the end, but I would like them to win that game. And thankfully they were able to bounce back and beat the Capitals, which they dominated that whole fucking game. 
Oh, that was a that was a fucking huge, huge win that game. And I'm starting to feel like Derek Broussard is probably the best move that um, the GM has ever made. I mean that seven hundred thousand dollars, and he is playing like Derek Broussard has played. It's huge that and the Cam At- Atkinson. I mean, just a great job as far as giving the GM credit. Just a great off season. He did everything right for me. He got rid of the sluggish, slow guys in the D. He got better on D. Now Ellis is hurt. It seems to be a common theme with him. We got to see how that looks. But and Martin Jones, who I have been, you know, even before we did this podcast, I I told everyone over the summer. I said he's getting a lot of hate, and I don't know if Martin Jones can carry the team like he used to do with the Sharks for those few years. But Martin Jones is fucking good, man, and. If he can give Carter Hart the breaks that Carter Hart needs, and you can maybe pull Carter Hart out a little bit more often than you want to, because you know you have a sure backup. I like that tandem. I love it actually. And for what the one point three million dollars, or if it, it might even be three, but it's totally worth it. Yeah, I'm not He's looking at the money. I'm not looking at the money like right now, but um, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And this this team is kind of flying under the radar right now because if you look at all the power rankings and anywhere you go for yeah. you know for that um they are basically according to all the analytics and all the stats and whatever they're they're basically overachieving at this point and most of that most of that I would say points to the goaltending so far um yeah you know the but I I I use a site called money puck and it's awesome moneypuck.com and I use it for a lot of like hockey analytics. They do. They keep. They track a lot of different shit. Um, and one of the biggest one of the biggest things that I think tells a story, at least if you're looking at one line of stats, is uh, goals goals differential. And right now, um, the Flyers' goals differential is second. They're second in the fucking league right now. Yeah, I, I would. I know you just. Said that uh, you know you're leaning towards the goaltending on that, right? I would I would argue, and I'm pretty passionate about this argument, is that it's Giroux. The whole team runs through Giroux, and Giroux is playing lights out hockey right now. I'm I'm not talking about points. I'm talking about you know when he's in the faceoff circle. I'm talking about his defensive skill. He is playing elite hockey right now. And that team ticks when Giroux ticks. It's 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 a known fact. You look at the year we had Yager, they you know what I mean, they pushed through, you know, all the way. And Giroux Giroux's really one of those like he's just he I mean, he's he's a leader. I yeah. I love Giroux. I hope that they keep him. Um obviously, you know, the clock's ticking on that situation. But um, you know, the I say I say the goaltending mostly because, you know, they're third in the league also in goals against. So the defense is bolstered uh, and, and the goaltending has been solid. There's nothing else. There's nothing. You can't say anything bad about it right now. No, I agree. I mean, if you, if you look at this flyers roster right now, right this second, like, you know what I mean? Where we are in the season, my biggest concern is Ryan Ellis and not what Ryan Ellis can do on the ice. I said that to you. I said that last week. It's availability, man. So we need to make sure we don't want to rush him. I still like that. I think it was a Seeger. How do you say his name? Sealer. Sealer. Thank you. Seeger was stuck in my head, but I like Sealer. I like him as a fill in. 
listen, I do this every year. Jason knows this. I pop the for the fucking Flyers every year. They're my favorite. There's my favorite part of Philadelphia sports is the uh, is hockey for me. I don't know why it happened. It just happened. But this team feels different to me. And listen, uh, in a month, find me. I'll be crying on here. I'm sure. But so, right now, I'm happy. Um, what is the what's this is? You know, this might be. This is me. I don't know what's going on with Ryan Ellis off the ice. You mean injury? Yeah, it's hockey. So lower body injury. No one knows where it is. So it could be like a torn Achilles or like uh, he hurt his leg. Flipping his He's got a paper cut between yeah. his toe. Right. Okay. Exactly. And I, I heard a, I heard an interview today with v, uh, AV and um, he basically said that Ellis is out until most likely next week. Um, and we could expect to see uh, Hayes maybe this weekend. Yeah, he's Hayes is already ruled out for Wednesday. Right, but he I, they're saying that he might come out. He might be there for um Okay, and 7 hours ago the Philadelphia Inquirer reported Ryan Ellis and Kevin Hayes nearing return for Flyers. I so, mean, does this does this go. matter at this point in the season? What? No reason to rush it if that's what you're saying. Right. I mean, we Yeah, yeah, no agree. This is a but, long season. We got 82 games. Uh we're going to hopefully peak at the right time. That's like every NFL or NHL. Yes. See where my head's at? Yeah, this no. is every NHL season. You're right. You're Hunter. You're spot on. I, I the numbers, Kenny. Though you you mentioned Sealer while we're while we're on it. Um, you mentioned Sealer. Yeah, that that um that pairing, um, uh, Yandel and Sealer. Sealer, sorry. You know they've given up um the most goals of any D pair. So I mean. I don't know. It's it's okay. not really like a huge thing to focus on yet, I guess. But you know, it's just something to watch out for, I guess. So, so Yandel, Yandel's old, older. He's never been a defensive defenseman. He's always been offensive, right. offensive, defensive. Right. And you notice that extra offensive I put in. Yeah. He's also been an Ironman, right? He's nearing like a thousand straight games. So he does <laughs> what you need him to do as far as your third your third pairing. So, you know, I got my Italian hands going here, but you, you get my, you get my drift there. Like, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. I can see it, but I'm still like Jay said, I don't know if there's a rush because they're still winning. Oh yeah. So I have a question. 100% agreed. Go ahead, Jay. I have a question. Um, Keith Yandel, you called him kind of older on the back end. I forget what you said. doesn't matter. Um, is how old? Don't look it up. No, 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 no. You're ruining the game, Kenny. Is how old? Thirty? Is he thirty-five? I'm not answering that question, Dave. How old is Keith Yandel? Oh man, I, I, I would, I'd be guessing. I, I would say thirty-four. So Keith Yandel is thirty-five. Keith Yandel was born. I'm not doing the math right now, but, but, but less than a month after me. <laughs> September 9th, 1986. So, yeah, I mean, and look at look at you. You're washed. So, um, <laughs> except for my assessment on sports and my ability to drink. Well, that second one thing question, but yeah, I wouldn't condone that. Um, <laughs> no, 
35 fucking old in hockey. Seriously. Uh, well, like, unless your name's Yamir Yager. Yeah. Yeah, but he he's a fucking he, he's just a walking steroid. Is um, he still playing? Is this still happening? Yeah, he's I think he fucking, is in, in somewhere in Russia or some shit. He's in the check now. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, he loves hockey. What do you want to, I mean, I, you know, you got to respect it. It's unbelievable. I'm not about it. But yeah, so for a defenseman, 35 is, 35 is a little old. And mind you, he doesn't have fresh legs. Oh my God, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Um, Can we get a shift way. minutes breakdown from you? No, I don't Please. <laughs> Please. I have a fiance. You think I got time to break down minutes? All right, buddy. I'm doing crafts. All right. I don't think you have time for a lot of things. I could probably do it. I could probably do it. <laughs> I know you can. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, so, I mean, listen, the Flyer, we talked about this last week, and, and you know, you, we get what we get out of out of the Flyers. It's really, it's really early in the year, um, but there, things are starting to kind of shake out a little bit, and the Flyers look to be uh, one of the better teams in their in their division, and the, their division is fucking stacked, so they're going to have to pull their weight major. Terrifying, dude. Terrifying is a good way to put it, because they're going to have to... Obviously, they're going to have to finish in the top four. Um, for, for those of you that don't know, I guess there could they could top five, five could make it, but that's that'd be weird. The worst. Every team is above five hundred. The Hurricanes are ten and one. Yeah, Rangers are seven and three. Capitals six and two. Flyers six and two. The Blue Jackets are seven and three. Devils six and three. <laughs> Islanders five and three, and the Pens are at four and three. What was your, for those of you who don't know, and I'm asking because I, I don't think I know. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You said, <laughs> you, you said for those of you who don't know, and I think I don't know, or were you just talking about the standings? He's just, yeah, he's just saying that the standings are tight okay, and, okay, and okay, everyone okay. in the division is over 500 right now. Yeah. I thought it was going to go like some playoff scenario. Oh, yeah. I got you. Right. I was just letting you know that that division stacked. While you have like, you know, you have the Atlantic division that has the Canadians, the Senators, the Sabres, like just dog shit, you know, teams. And actually, the Red Wings are seven and five. Just Wait, the, dog, the Sabres are a dog shit team? Well, when you trade, um, when you tra- <laughs> trade your star captain for peanuts on the dollar, I mean, you're a fucking terrible organization. It makes me happy. Can they go back to wearing black and red yet, or what? Yeah, I know. The fuck that that was a cool fucking uniform. Satan. Mm. So that's so, a Barnaby uniform. So the fly- <laughs> Flyers have Flyers have three three games before uh, before we talk about them again. Uh, they got the Maple Leafs, then they go on uh, the road for two. They got uh, Carolina, oof, and uh, yeah. and the Stars. I think the stars are playing pretty good too, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a tough, that's a tough th- three peat there. I mean, then and then they got Calgary got next Tuesday. You got to you got to try to take two or three. I think there. I mean, you don't want to drop. You know, I, I don't know. It is what it is. It's like like Jay said. It's fucking early. It's November in the hockey season. Like what? You know, these games don't mean that that much. But you can't go on. You can't lose all three. That's basically nah. where it's at. Well, you certainly can't lose to a Dallas team that wears Kelly Green. <laughs> I uh, wish they were called the, the yeah. Sixers lost today after being up a shit ton in the third. Oh, they don't have any other players. Do they have any players yet? 
Uh, no, Embiid didn't play. I don't think. Right? No, nah, everyone has COVID. Yeah, I'm kind of sick. Of, I'm kind of sick of COVID. I, I don't really know if I need to say that, like on this podcast. Are but, you sick of COVID or sick with COVID? No, I'm uh, sick of COVID. Uh, not <laughs> sick with COVID. Very, I'm very vaccinated, very boosted. Uh, but you know, listen, the boosted. Six- wait, 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 boosted. Yeah, yeah. I'm, li- I'm lined up, bro. I didn't get it yet, but oh, I'm lined up. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah, You're so more all in than me, and I'm all in. But guy, right. <laughs> listen, if you get the shot, you might as well get the booster. I don't see any right. reason why not to. Yeah, that's fair. You know, well, um, then you'll be on like 38 boosters, and at that point, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, well, then they're gonna be able to see we, where we are in 3D. Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> I, I can't. I, not, as an analytics guy, I can't wait to see the data on that. And yeah, be like, like Google, Google like, Maps. <laughs> It could be like Kenny Janowski hasn't left the recliner in three days. <laughs> Gold star. Way to be an American, Kenny. So um, proud to be an American. <laughs> so listen, yeah, you're right. No one did play the Sixers. The sick, but the Sixers. Uh, obviously, this is also going into another another sport where it's early. And you know what do we know? What do we know right now? Who are they? It's way early, and they got. They got this COVID stuff they're dealing with, but I all all I know is that the Sixers are are fucking dangerous right now. But when they're healthy, with you know after they don't have COVID, uh, and and they have a piece to trade, a big piece, which might which might result in a great scorer on top of that, dude. The Sixers are can't imagine. I can't even imagine that. Can you even imagine that? I mean, listen, I don't know who's putting out what, but if the Sixers wind up with Jalen Brown straight up, straight up for Ben Simmons, this team beats fucking Bron Bron. I'm telling you. Uh, You got to think the Lakers are going to get there with their walkers, right? They're fucking over. Um, they look bad. They look bad right now, but I know I understand how they're gonna be. You know, they're gonna they're gonna yeah. turn they're gonna turn it up and win the amount of games they need to win to get into the playoffs, and then they're gonna fucking go balls to the wall. They're gonna do what the Chiefs are gonna do this week, but I'll wait, I'll save that for the bet segment as well. <laughs> I don't I want to talk about the Sixers because I Kenny, fucking hate them. Kenny. So you're still you're still out on the Sixers? Like you're not you haven't come around yet? No, well, give me another, give me another couple of weeks. I do like that Nang. Oh, what is it, Nang? Is that how you say that, Nang? Nyang. Nice hat, bro. Diamond. He's been playing pretty well, man. I like your hat. He made some. He made. He made some. He made some shots, and he was getting hype. Uh, he was getting hype with the crowd the other day. It was kind of cool. The, the, yeah, the greatest thing that happened in that Sixers game today was Paul Reed just totally fucking pooped all over again. Um, yeah, you know I can't say that. I can't say basic names. I can't say that. <laughs> you're fucking, you're fucking Smith. struggling, dude. <laughs> Smith, well, what, what's the name? Singletary. Cooper. <laughs> Cooper oh. Rush. God. God. Oh no, you're God. right. I, I, I just, I'm not there, man. I'm still, I'm waiting for this Ben Stogger to fucking unfold so we can really move the fuck on and so I can get you know our free frosties every time he comes into the fucking you know. <laughs> I'm done with him. I, I I just I can't even. I want to. That's what he's it, worth man. to I us just, now. He's worth a frosty. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if the Sixers print any less than twenty five 
thousand giant Kinko's ass pictures of Ben Simmons when he returns to shoot free throws, then we're doing it wrong. I, 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 I agree one hundred percent. I do. I, I don't even. That stadium is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> I can't wait. Boston, I can't wait. I will pay a thousand dollars for a game, and that is that is less than thirty three percent of what I pay for the Super Bowl. So let's go. <laughs> he can't play when he comes back, though. He won't play. No, he won't he's ever done. play another game in Philadelphia at all. Do you think he's done? Like this year? Huh? You think he's done for the year? I I don't think he's gonna play for the Sixers. Okay, so let, let me let me give you this, and then we can move into the gambling picks. Say that say they trade him to Boston, and we get Brown. Does he play for Boston this year, or is yeah. he gonna have yeah. to do his fake mental injury? No. No, 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 no. He'll play for Boston. He will just have rest days when he comes to Philadelphia because he's a fucking pussy, just like Carson Wentz. You knew you knew he was going there, right, Fry? You knew you knew that that was gonna be it, right? Listen, like, as soon as as soon as as soon as you told me, as soon as you texted me and we're like, yeah, let's. I think let's uh, let's have Jake on, and then uh, the week after that, I'm going to the Chargers game with with Jay. So let's have Jay on, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna take like 18 Wentz bullets uh, to the face, which it, it's only been about like four. So Jay, props to you, thanks. Thanks. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> I listen. Uh, we we really though we really should have a round table a Wentz round table maybe like uh after the season's over like maybe like before baseball starts uh you know or like I don't know in the doldrums of baseball when everyone hates the Phillies and uh no one wants to talk about them then maybe we can have a so fucking... like we could do it at any point in time. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> okay, so you mean literally the day after opening day? Okay. Got it. <laughs> God, Kenny, you hate baseball so much. No. Sometimes on the way home from opening day, we get that <laughs> I like baseball when it's enjoyable to watch, and it hasn't been enjoyable for a decade. Make it 11 years. Make it 12. I don't fucking care. They're bad. You hate them so much. I know. Gives so anyway, speaking of baseball, uh, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper is uh, an MVP finalist, and... Wheeler is a Cy Young finalist. Yeah, I mean that that's great. Be cool if they made the playoffs. Once. Finalist. It is it's it November? What? Yeah, they they announced What uh, does that mean? I don't know. It's so fucking dumb. They wait until the World Series is like completely done and then and then they come out and they're like, "Oh, uh, you know, here's who's uh, who who the finalists are for the MVP." And it's like they announced the three guys, and then they did the same thing for the for the Cy Youngs. Who who were the three? Uh, who were the three MVPs? Uh, uh, it was it was Bryce, uh, Tatis, and uh, I can't remember the third dude. I should know that, and I can't remember because it's late, and I fucking I can't remember. I can't think right now. <laughs> well, I don't think Tatis deserves the uh, oh, MVP. Soto. Soto. Yeah, I, it's got to be Harper. I, I really do think it's got to be Harper. I, I, I think so too. And so does my uh, thirty to one future ticket. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's get right into that. So yeah, um, I'm we're we're gonna run down the picks for the week. Um, moving on to the gambling. 
So uh, last week we had uh, Jake as our guest picker. Um, he uh, went a staggering 0-3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a Notre Dame fan. Kind of got to let him go, you know? So, so Jake had a rough week. J- Drake had a rough week. Um, and the... Um, yeah, so Jake went Jake went zero and three. He had the Bengals minus two and a half, which was nope. Uh, the Saints under, which was the first over under on the podcast, and it was an L under forty two and a half was an L. And he also uh, had Georgia minus thirty nine and a half, <laughs> <laughs> and they won by uh, like thirty six or something fucking stupid like that. So, yeah. Oh, uh, for three. Oh, for three. So, we move to this week, and um, it's only it's only right to say uh, guest honor. So, Jay, oh, what, do, what do you like? I this, like what do you like this weekend? <clears throat> all right. So, uh, first of all, fuck units. <laughs> yeah, Jay doesn't. Un- Jay doesn't understand how to gamble responsible. He'll. He'll like he'll look at a game like Arkansas versus Southern Mich- Mississippi and be like one thousand dollars. Hasn't watched one second of either of so those two here's fucking the thing. teams. Kenny Kenny's a hundred percent right. He's also talking about the wrong game. So um, March Madness, North Carolina was a two seed, okay. and they were playing somebody. Who cares? They were down at halftime, plus like plus like five hundred. And I was like, I'm putting a thousand dollars on, <laughs> just in case anybody who's not up to date on uh, March Madness, North Carolina lost that game, and I have since been banned by my wonderful girlfriend from uh, ever betting on anything again. I did get one bet in uh, recently, and I won the Penn State hoodie from Barstool. Uh, shout out the boss Barstool. Nice. Um, so first of all, as I said, fuck units, you just bet with your fucking balls. I don't believe in that. Second of all, I give terrible gambling advice. I was going to say, I would argue the units uh, thing. Uh, I, I am strongly about the units and, uh, I, I think I, you know, I kind of explained it to Kenny and I think Kenny's rolling with the unit plan for right now. Right, Kenny? Yeah. I mean, I, I have my, my standard units. I like the bet on games that I'm so-so on and then things I think I know you have I like a so-so and a, and a confident type yeah. deal yeah okay so, so Jay I would highly advise units if if your future has any gambling in it <laughs> do, um, do I have to say like this is not actual advice like do I, do I, do I do <laughs> you have to do that disclaimer <laughs> this is not gambling <laughs> advice Yeah, please don't do what I'm about to tell you to do okay cool so we're straight all right um, uh, you had mentioned to me that you like something uh, on in, on Saturday, so we should start there. Sounds good. Uh, so Penn State, Michigan is exactly where I'm going on that. <clears throat> Here's the thing. We don't really know whether Penn State's going to win or lose because Penn State's completely unpredictable, and we don't really know if Michigan's going to win or lose because Jim Harbaugh is a fraud. Uh what I do know is that it's November and that it's the Big Ten and it, nobody combined is scoring 48 points, bro. 
48 points. Here it is, Kenny. Here it comes. 48 points. We got to vet. We got to vet the guests that come on here. Are you going to give us an over-under right now? I am. I am. I am. But here's the thing. You can check me against Jake later. And I'll guarantee my my two and one. I won't guarantee the three and oh, because I'm not an idiot. That's a silly bet. You can't win three and oh. I will guarantee my two and one. Penn State, Michigan, fucking under. Not a question. All right, got it. Penn Speed State. Is, Penn is that, State. Is that, your, is that your bet? <laughs> no, he's no, got. He's got three. One of my bets. Listen, I got three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So listen, just for the record, hey, it is. What. I'll tell you what. You beat me in my in bets this week. We get three bets each. You bet me in bets this week. You never invite me on the podcast again. <laughs> All right. So what's your next bet? You fucking fool. It's cool. Penn. Just for the record, it's Penn State under forty-eight and a half. Just for the record. <laughs> Oh, I get an extra half point. Sounds you get an good. Extra half. All right. Uh, this guy going on here, fucking betting under. Jesus Christ. The yeah. under. Listen, oh. I was instructed to do the college bet first. This is not my fault. <laughs> uh, what's your second bet? What do you got? So I was going to lead with the fact that Andy Reid doesn't lose games after the halfway point of the season. Great bet. Great bet. Okay. Chiefs minus two and a half against the Raiders. Y'all were talking about driving cars fast earlier. I'm not going to go there. The bottom line is the Chiefs beat the Raiders minus two and a half. Easy peasy. I would lay. I would lay nine and a half on that game if I'm being honest. Oh, oh my God! I hate that play, Jay. <laughs> I fucking hate that play so much. That line. That line. Is, <laughs> That line's who do fucked. you like? So who do you like? You like David Arnett? Do no. you like Henry Brugg? No, I like, like I like I like anyone game? who's playing Kansas City's defense. And yeah, he's been I mean, on that all year. Okay. I'm, I'm not right. and I'm not wrong, Kenny. No, I never said So if Dave goes two and one and I go less Be than care, that, hold on, Jay. Before I'm you go before you go down no, again. listen, before you go down that road, I, I gotta let you know that two weeks ago I went three and oh. And last weekend, I went three and zero. Did I send you the pool invite this year? <laughs> <laughs> you can just say yes or no. No. What's your third bet? Let's go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm in first place now. Anyway, um, I'm not in that pool. So, <laughs> uh, I will also bank on probably the second best quarterback in the league at this point. I'll take the Packers minus three and a half against the Seahawks. Seahawks are dog shit. I'm out. Russell Wilson's back. Okay, with a broken finger. I'm out. Oh, it's not broken. Team's better. Anymore. Three and a half. They're what? Seven and one now? Six and one? Doesn't matter. Yeah, and Jay, Jay I got just so you know, I got it at Packers minus three. So I'll give you the I'll give you the I'll give you the minus three. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You give me the three and a half on the Packers. And I will eat the under forty eight point five. <laughs> <laughs> you want to? You want to be minus three and a half? I don't think you want that. You want to be minus three? Yeah, three's a good number. Oh, you're giving me both. Okay. Done. Yeah, I got. Yeah, okay. we got you on that. So Kenny last week, uh, Kenny last week went uh, one and two. He had. I should have went. One. He had all that talking shit, and you're going one and two, bro. <laughs> Let, let me know when your units are in the thousands, buddy. You you let me know when you've made a profit when, gambling. When, 
you listen. Know, are in the thousands. That's what I got in trouble for betting thousands. <laughs> Kenny Kenny's lone win of the weekend was against the Eagles, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Kenny celebrated when they hit the field goal. I don't even know <laughs> what am I supposed to do? He doesn't remember it, but this oh, dude God. is in the in the old seven hundred level, jumping up and down with an Eagles jersey on. What am I supposed to do with that, Dave? Oh. Dave, you're coming to the next game. Hey, I, I can't believe that you didn't end up on 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 Twitter getting socked by some guy wearing a fucking cheat Chargers jersey, and then you know hey. some guy steps on your head while he walks up the stairs. But here's the thing: he's on their this side. Is a Travis Scott he's, concert. Okay. He's lucky. <laughs> oh, oh. He's lucky he didn't get knocked out by a dude wearing a Randall Cunningham jersey. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, get your step stool, and then you can try to punch me in the face. <laughs> All right, Kenny, uh, what are your picks? You got three. Now I'm all flustered. He's got me fucking Here, well, So for the record, for the record, Kenny didn't make any picks uh, in the first week or the first two weeks. He only made like one yeah. pick or something weird. So my record is different than his, but for winning percentages, I'm sitting at 62.5%. I'm 15 and nine on the year. Uh, on the pod, and Kenny is ten and nine on the year at fifty two point six percent. I mean, so I like the Titans at minus three. All right, roll. I do like the Titans. I Titans agree. minus three, way too much on the Titans. You guys are overbared on the Titans because you hate Carson Wentz and the Colts. Go ahead. No, it's more like I like who's the running back. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name's Henry something. He's out. He's dead. He's out. Oh, yeah, is he? What's going on with him? I didn't even see. Yeah, he's out. He's foot. out for like six weeks. Oh, he broke what? His foot. Mm. Um, I like the Steelers minus nine against the Lions, which is crazy. I know, mm. but well, Ben Roethlisberger is like ancient. The Lions like are mummy. that bad. They're that bad. Ben Roethlisberger is like a mummy. Yeah, no, he does not look good running the Which ball. Which is funny because he's like seven years younger than Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's so weird. Yeah, but Tom Tom Brady's been on this like diet since he came to the NFL. Fucking Ben's shoving Permanis down his throat. <laughs> well, I mean, for good reason. <laughs> What's your last play? I like the Browns. To cover that minus one and a half. All right. Uh, Browns minus one is what I have, so that's what you will get. Yep. So this week, this week my plays are also I also have the Browns minus one, which we don't ever usually have the same plays, but uh, this week we do. I have the Browns minus one. Um, it's probably the wrong pl- play because if if you think about it, the sentiment is really high on the Browns because they you know killed the the Bengals and usually when that happens it goes the other way and they're going they're mm-hmm. going into Foxborough it's a one point spread this screams to take New England but I'm going against that and I'm taking the Browns minus one hey who did um Bill Belichick coach for before he coached for the Patriots what is that what is that they still running the same offense or something what are you trying to get no, out <laughs> I'm just saying that dude is just I know you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, I also my, uh, sticking in the NFL. I like the. I don't even like saying the name of this team. I like the Cowboys. 
uh, minus nine against the Falcons. I think that that line screams Cowboys. They were embarrassed last week against the Broncos, and they are at home again. Uh, and I don't think they're going to let. I don't think they're going to let it happen two weeks in a row. So I love the Dallas Cowboys minus nine. And my last play. Wait. wait. Go ahead. Love, love that pick. Thank you. Cannot come onto a podcast for my first time ever and pick the Cowboys. That's or totally it would have been. That's totally yeah, fair. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, like, agree. Oh, go ahead. And my last play of the weekend uh, is a stunner the Eagles plus three in Denver over the Broncos. Eagles Mile plus High City. Three. In the Mile High Kenny, City. You- Kenny, you remember walking up that driveway in Boulder, Colorado? Yeah, yeah that's not. Uh, I'll tell you I, what. We did take a trip. We took a trip out there too, and we we were up on some top of some mountain. We were at Rocky Mountain National Park. That's where we were. Uh-huh. And we drove up to the top of that thing where you can go up to the top of that little mountain where you can look off the vista. And it's only like I don't know. It's like a hundred steps or something. By the time I got to the top of that thing, I was fucking dead. <laughs> dead. Dead. It's a nightmare. Kenny and I stayed at a place. It was listed as Denver on Airbnb. (laughs) I don't know what the elevation was. It was very clear on top of the mountain. Like there were like seven houses in total (laughs) above this place we stayed at. The view was stupid. And then we had to park on the street, which was a, what were we getting? Cherokee Trail Hawk. Yeah. Sick of shit. Anyway, we literally like, all right, let's go up to the car. We're all out of shape. We're being honest. (laughs) (laughs) This is a uh, 20 foot incline, maybe. 20 foot incline, a minute and a half. There terrible. are four of us at the top of the hill. Oh like God. <laughs> that place is nuts. I don't know why they don't put the stadiums all the way on the top of the Rocky Mountains. If you're allowed to do that shit. <laughs> the, the thin- arm trunks up there with steroids in this shit. Just yeah. Rolling. The thin, the thin air is is fucking real. Like I know people like thing. we like to joke about the three hour fucking time difference on the West Coast. Like we fucking we trounce on it every week, but the thin air thing is definitely fucking yes. real. That no, shit is real. Yeah, yeah. Why did why does San Diego as much as you want? Don't ever play in Denver. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. That shit is real though, for real. Ah, uh, well, what a fucking what a fucking podcast. This was this was legit. Uh, we had some, t- of course, I mean, it wouldn't be a week without technical difficulties, but Hey, we fucking, we fucking made it. Uh, Jay, thanks for, thanks for being the guest this week. We really appreciate you coming on, man. Never I again. <laughs> I showed Kenny up. I should have done that first podcast. Okay. <laughs> no, the, the four thirty alarm clock is going to show me the fuck up. That's what's going to happen here. <laughs> That wasn't that was Dave's fault, not mine. Yeah, it's my That's fault. Sure. More than likely my fault. But what are we gonna do? But thank you guys. Well, thank you, Jay, for coming on. Seriously, it's it's always good to have you around. And I mean you are a piece of shit, but you're my but I'm, your, but I'm your piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> always. No, but seriously, thank you guys for listening. The views are going up. We're 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 seeing some traction here and uh we really do appreciate it, honestly. It's 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 been fun. Uh 
you know, Wednesdays are a little tough for me at work, <laughs> but it, it will be what it will be. And the difficulty is the longer I got to sit here and suffer. So, but it's, it's been a pleasure for me. At least I can speak for myself and say that. Um, I do know when Tuesdays come around, I'm like, oh, I got to get on this podcast. And then here we are almost what, three hours in and I'm like, I'm still, I'm amped. I'm not gonna be able to sleep now. This is, this is a whole fucked up process though. So thank you guys. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, uh, seriously. Thanks for, thanks for anyone who tunes in and listens for any amount of time. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you don't already follow us on Twitter, we're on, uh, the, the pod is at PHL sports pain. I'm at Dave Fry 04 and Kenny is at sky Chano one, two, seven. Um, thanks. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, we're on Apple podcasts, we're on Spotify, share us. And if you hate us, that's okay. But Hey, give us a listen. If, and if you know someone who likes sports, fucking share it. Fuck it. I mean, what do you have to lose? Nothing. (laughs) I share, I share puppy videos all day. So, I mean, you you could share, you share the podcast. Exactly. So yeah, you guys, thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot, man. man. We appreciate it, dude. All right. That's it. Later. Rich and Millie cause a Lambo. Known to keep the better bitches on commando. Every time I'm in my trap, I move like Rambo. Ain't a neighborhood in Philly that I can't go.